Fellas, guys, men, welcome to the pod He Speaks. I am your host, James Thomas, and this pod is designed for men from all walks of life, inspiring them to explore who they are, what they are, and reconnect with their true selves. Guys, welcome to season two of He Speaks. I'm super excited. We got 20 episodes in the books for season one so we're gonna keep it going and keep it strong so i hope you guys have had a chance to listen to some of those earlier episodes sorry about that um but again welcome to season two we want to start off really strong today so we're talking about the power of intellect and intuition for the record you need both to win at life and business, but we'll, let's get into it. And so fellas, I want to challenge you today to expand your mind and your spirit. As men, I believe we have the physical aspect of our lives locked in. What I mean by that is we go to work, we build things, we own businesses, we go to war, physically we good. No problems there, right? Intellect, we have that under control as well, which crosses over all of the examples that I just used. Now, I am speaking in the general sense, understanding that as men, we are all not there yet. But I know at the very heart of who we are, we at least aspire to be. So here's something I absolutely know you've never been told before. Let me know in a review if I'm right or wrong. Unless you embrace your intellect, the physical, right? The five senses and intuition. That's the part of you that just knows you will never reach your full potential. This theme is going to echo throughout this episode, by the way. So this is not the last time you're going to hear that. So intellect, also called intelligence, thinker, scholar, etc. It lives in your head, mind, brain, however you describe the thing between your ears. So where does it come from? This intellect, this intelligence, right? I was reading and it says this is a reference and forgive me if I don't use the exact reference, but. Intelligence is strongly influenced by the environment. So, for example, um, during during a child's development, factors factors that contribute to intelligence include their home environment and parenting, education and availability to learning resources and, of course, health care and nutrition. In other words, exposure to lots of different things. Now, there's so many twists and turns I can take here because I grew up in what they call a food desert, so we didn't have the best nutrition, right? Organic this, healthy meats, things like that. And of course, healthcare, you know, when you're growing up on government assistance is minimal at best. So if you're growing up financially poor, your, your intelligence can be severely hampered by that. But it doesn't mean 
it's the end of the world because we see plenty of people who grow out of that, right? So, fellas, I want to ask you, can you succeed with intellect alone? Can you succeed as a husband, a father, a leader in the community? And the answer, of course, is you can, but I'm going to tell you, you won't be whole per se. Remember, your greatness lies in tapping into what I'm calling your intuition. And, okay, so what's intuition? So the simple answer, it's, it's a gut feeling, a hunch, um, a feeling in general, just a overall knowing. The dictionary describes it as the ability to understand something immediately without the need for conscious reasoning. Now, remember, I've said it once, I've said it twice. This is the third time in a different way. If you never tap into your intuition, you won't be able to experience your true greatness. I'm not saying you won't be great, but there's levels to this existence that most of us men just haven't been taught. And that's just what I'm trying to do here today. So, fellas, understand something because we're men, right? This isn't woo-woo stuff, even though it sounds a little woo-woo on this side. An intuitive person, this is very important, an intuitive person can easily access the information they need when it comes to making a decision. That intuition really turns you into a supercomputer. So how big is this in business, right? How big is this when you're deciding to take a job or quit a job? How big is this when you're choosing a mate? How big is this? If you can easily access the information you need when it comes to making a decision. How many relationships have you been? Raise your hand if you've been in one, two, three, four, five, ten, all of them. That's too many. So if you were exercising a level of intuition and not just intellect, hashtag physical, then maybe things would be different. At least I know they would definitely be different for me. Um, but nonetheless, you have to be wondering at this point. So, okay, so here's a few signs that you're sort of dancing in that power called intuition, right? And I'm going to go through these quickly. I'll also drop some show notes. And so you'll have, uh, you can take some notes from there or you can write them down right now. Um, one, intuitive people tend to be more empathetic. Two, intuitive people listen to their gut feelings. You see that a lot in business with very successful people when it's like, you know what? I'm going to turn left instead of right. Um, three, they take some me time. I'm king of me time. So, fellas, if you're not doing that, that's important. If you don't understand what that sounds like, what that looks like, or what to do, make sure you go back to season one and listen to Be Unavailable. And it goes all into me time, basically. And even um, the most recent one. Oh, man, I've done so many, I can't remember. Nonetheless, check out season one. I talk a lot about me time in two different episodes. Uh, number four, they live in the moment. So I wanted to expand this one because I thought that was important, being present, right? Like in the moment. And this taps into like if you listen to the episode He Motions, um, I'm talking about how men can tap into their emotions. But, you know, again, as men, we process a little different um, than our female counterparts, but intuitive people live in the moment. Highly intuitive people understand how negative feelings affect and control them. They willingly choose to distance themselves 
from the source of discomfort and prefer to remain in the present moment. The decision of forgiving others and looking up to the future is the result of following your gut feeling. Now, this does not excuse if you're doing stupid stuff or if you're making terrible decisions and it's like meh. But again, living in the present and exercising a high level of forgiveness is one way to tap in. This is just letting you know, like being present is everything because if you're not present, you can't be intuitive. If you're constantly in the future, constantly in the past, not in the present, then you can't <clears throat> instinctively start to feel what you need to feel. And number five, intuitive people are observant and deep thinkers. I think that kind of goes back to number three, where I say take some me time. Um, observing and deep thinkers. Um, the more time you're able to spend with yourself, and again, it doesn't have to be hours at a time, the more you can become more observant and deep thinking, and the more you get to sort of start to activate that intuitive muscle. Now, those are just high-level topics that you can explore on your own. I'm just letting you know a few signs that you may already be there, right? And you just need to, you know, exercise a little bit more. It's like watching a guy take a basket, you know, take a basketball. He take a shot. And, you know, he might miss three, four, five, or six, right? But the form is good. So he's kind of there. He just needs some tweaking and adjusting to get all the way there. So these five signs are sort of that same thing. Now, let's say that you're kind of there, but you want to get stronger. So these are three things you can do um, to sort of work that intuitive muscle. And these, I'll say these really quickly. One, take a break. And what that looks like is, me personally, I like to just say pause, or that goes back to taking some time for yourself. Turn the phone off, turn the alerts off. Um, instead of eating at your desk, go outside, eat outside, anywhere where you can sort of just be alone. And this is not always, you know, tapping into that space is not always being alone, but it's really about creating a distraction-free environment. So take a break get away from it all. I would recommend personally that everybody take a float, fellas. So if you haven't did it, um, Google the word float tank. Um, and wherever you are, you'll probably have a, a couple shops, possibly, um, that'll pop up where you can go and sit in a giant tub of water. It's like eight inches filled with nothing but magnesium, aka salt. You float. There's no sound. There's no sight. There's no feeling. So you're. that's one of the ways that I've giving myself permission to take a break and it's one of the most therapeutic one of the most enlightening things I've ever done um, it's a great way to stop the monkey mind from thinking so let me not talk too much on that but number one three things you can do to work your intuitive muscle is one take a break two listen closely and this is where I am right now the listening closely so Pay attention to your mental reservations and your body, right? Listen more. When you're about to make it, think about it like this. When you're about to make a tough decision, you might experience some anxiety or discomfort in your body. I felt that when you're about to quit your job, when you're about to break up, or, some, or when you have to tell somebody some bad news or, or anything like that. Or when your girl say, hey, can I ask you a question? Right. That moment when you hear that, that anxiety and discomfort in the body starts to edge up. That's your body speaking to you. Sometimes these feelings manifest as agitation, insomnia, nausea, stuff like that. But if you pay attention to those signs, you'll find 
that you experience the same physical reactions while ignoring your inner voice, right? Last thing is meditate. Meditation is one of the best ways to awaken that, to awaken that intuition. It connects you, I believe, with your hidden self, with your emotions, and your desires. Now, let's not complicate it like I did, because when I started meditating many moons ago, I was looking up all these different methods. I was confused, frustrated, and like, yo, I'm not doing this right. My brain is like F-U-C-K-U, James, right? And then I realized that, yo, James, you are you, and they are them, and they are wherever they are. So the best thing I could inform you, if you've never meditated and you're a beginner, you don't have to sit crisscross applesauce, you know, in that yogic pose with your hands, like in that, that position that you see. You can lay on your back, you can sit in a chair, close your eyes and just breathe. And stay there for as long as you need. Now, forewarning, your mind is going to be going a mile a minute. But if you stay there long enough, eventually it starts to calm down. Um, I've been meditating for a long time. It's very useful. I think that's a part of how I've how I've been able to tap into my own intuition and really start to see things different and experience things different and just to know. Um, so at this stage, I think it takes me roughly, because I put a timer on it, maybe about five or six minutes for my brain to shut the fuck up. And after that, it just, it gets quiet. I don't know how it does it or why it does it, but it just, it just stops. So I promise you, if you start like you, you'll do it. Set a timer and and just sit there. If nothing, and you're not looking for anything to happen. You're just simply meditating. And the first few times you may feel like you're unsuccessful because you kept thinking and kept thinking and kept thinking. And people will say, hey, remind you, go back to your breath. I'm not going to remind you to do anything. Eventually your brain is going to stop. So don't feel bad. If you just sat there for 10 minutes and all you did was think, at least you took the time, right? And your body's going to start to recognize and eventually it's going to mellow out. So... Just know that when you start to practice those things, take a break, listen closely to your body and meditate, um, it'll eventually start to, you'll get stronger. I believe intuition and intellect combined can transform your life by helping you to make better decisions, develop more empathy, and eventually choose the right path. And that's it intellect and intuition i describe them separately but the idea is just simply to separate them so you can see the difference but more importantly understand that your greatest potential the greatest version of yourself lies in combining both and in standing in both and hopefully those practical things i shared you'll start to implement and start to see change. Again, give yourself time. As men, we are not the most patient creatures on the planet. It's the reason we don't read instructions and or like to take directions. Our favorite term, we got this. You know where we're going? Of course I do. You know how to do this? Psst. Yeah. Until we shock ourselves, right? And it's like, okay, that was wrong. And then we try again. Because that's how we're built, right? We are doers uh, more than anything. And that's what makes you great. You are a doer. And I'm glad that you've been listening. Guys. Thank you for listening to He Speaks. Before you leave, please share this with another guy who you think would benefit from this episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit that subscribe button. 
and leave a review. I really hope the pod has added value to your life today. Thank you for listening. Keep enjoying those moments and see you next episode.